Hey friends, Mark and Grace Driscoll here with the XO Real Marriage Podcast. Here's the uh, question we're answering today as we're preparing a new season that launches next week. Here is this week's question. How do I schedule dates with my spouse with our busy schedules? Quarantine date night? A little bit weird. We've got some answers for you coming up next. When are we supposed to find time to go out when our schedules do not line up? <laughs> I'll give you the hard You ones. make them line up. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up honest. Um, there is always time. It's what we do with our time. And we could have said that for all of the years of our marriage. Um, we were always going in a million directions. And unfortunately, we did do that for a while um, because we work really well side by side and get a lot of work done. And when you forget to take those times to connect, you realize, oh my gosh, I don't even know who you are anymore. So let me, let me back up and grab that. So we put it in the uh, in the book, the Real Marriage book, that there are marriages that are back to back and that's where you're fighting. I'm not looking at you. I'm not talking to you. I'm done with you. There's a lot of marriages that are um, shoulder to shoulder and you're working on tasks and projects. Okay? And every marriage is going to have a lot of shoulder-to-shoulder. Um, but the best thing is face-to-face. And this is the Bible's language for relationship. It says in 1 Corinthians 13, when Jesus returns, we will see him face-to-face. That's the language of friendship. How many of you, when you're fighting, you can't look at each other because you'll stop fighting? <laughs> right? It's hard to, like, if I'm like, that's it, I'm fighting with Grace. And I look at Grace, I'm like, ah, dang it. Adorable. And I cry. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that. It doesn't have the same effect. She's like, what are you doing? That's, you know, so, um, like, well, it worked for you. I mean, you know, I'm trying here. So, <laughs> But the point is, life can't all be only shoulder to shoulder. If you don't get face to face, you don't have a friendship. You don't have a relationship. And so if what you're saying is our life doesn't allow face to face, then you may need to redo your life. Okay, because we, we talked about in I guess the first session, right? First priority is relationship with God. Second priority, spouse. Then kids, and then maybe job or whatever else is after that. What you're saying is, actually, job is first. Well, then that's a problem. Or job is second. Okay, am, am I saying that you shouldn't work? I believe in working. And I'm not saying you just quit your job and say, well, Mark said quit, so... You know, there you go. I'm saying you, but it's it's thinking through what do we want our life to look like? And so for us, this is actually an annual thing that we do. What do we want our life to be this year? What are our values that are going to guide us? What are our priorities in setting our budget and calendar? So I'm the planner, and I like to to kind of have a plan. And I have it in pencil, and I work on it with Grace. She completely contributes to it. Um, but it just can't be... Um, life organizes itself. It has to be that this is this is my life. This is my wife. This is our marriage. This is our family. And if I and we don't take responsibility to architect it, how many of you would not move your family into a home that was not architected? How many of you right now, if you're going to go buy a house for your spouse and or your kids and say, well, tell me about this home. Well, we didn't hire an architect so there wasn't really a plan. Um, people just threw some stuff up. Would you like to move in? The answer would be no. Most people don't architect their life. They would not move their family into a home that was not architected. They will move their family into a life that was not architected. 
And so you as a, as, a, as, a, as a couple, it's working on your life before you work in your life. What is our plan? What do we want our life to look like? What are our priorities? And so I don't mean to be harsh on this, but if it's like our job doesn't allow a relationship, well, then, then you got to think through everything. And some things probably need to change so that you can have a relationship. Or it can be minor alterations to where you put your schedule together, you share it, you figure out your sleep schedules, your day off, your work schedules, and you try to do your best to sync your life up. But if it just simply does not work, uh, then it needs to be a major adjustment because the relationship is the priority. And there were years when Mark used to travel a lot. And um, I was thrifty, so I didn't, we didn't spend a lot of money, but we were not able to make it off of just the church. So he felt like he needed to speak and do the travel and stuff, which I appreciated because he was trying to provide. So I didn't want to um, disrespect that at all, but it wasn't good for us. And again, if the marriage is the priority, what's best for us? Because it's the tailwind. If you're living in God's order of things, he will honor that. He will honor our efforts to be connected as a married couple, loving each other, and out of that, loving our children. And he did, and Mark stopped traveling as much. It was horrible on our marriage, and I had all the little kids, and so he wasn't able to participate in that. And God honored that, and God provided in other ways because we were trying to honor God's order. And so while some of those decisions can be hard up front because there's sometimes things that need to change that one or the other person may not want to change, if you sit down and you say, God, what is your will for the ordering of our life and our marriage together? And if God's helping you put this together, you will see fruit from that, I promise. Well, and I had the, the error in mentality that many men have, and it was, honey, I'm trying to provide for the family. And that's not bad, but I wasn't thinking in terms of emotional or relational. I was thinking financial. So for you guys who are like, I'm trying to provide for my family, I would say, I totally agree. Provide financial, provide spiritual, provide emotional, provide relational. I'm not saying don't be a provider. I'm saying provide for the heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Provide for the whole person, not just the financial. And so that, that was our conversation at that moment. I said, honey, I'm just trying to provide. And you said, I know, but you need to provide relationally, emotionally for me. And I was like, oh, you're right. I can't do that if I'm gone. And I hated traveling as well. And I'd, I'd get sick and didn't sleep well. And I was not physically well. And, uh, and you were very overextended and busy. And, and those were some very, very, very difficult years. Um, so we're, we're sorry um, for whomever or maybe multiple people who find themselves in this situation. I think that most people, most married couples, they would say this is their reality. It's not unusual. But if you let everybody else decide what's going to happen, it's probably not God's will that will happen. So you need to ask God what His will is with your spouse, architect your family, and then set your schedule and your budget according to your priorities. <laughs> 